1: Excited that you're here today. Let's hear some horn honks if you're in your car. Oh man, we're going to have a phenomenal service ready to go swimming. And that's because, is there a better way to start service than a baptismal? I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. So just a couple of announcements we want to pass along with you, obviously because of the conditions today. Uh, and and the storm breaking as late as it did. Uh, We don't have all the bells and whistles today. I think that's understandable, so thank you for being flexible. But we do have bathrooms available for you inside. You can just follow the sidewalk in, and there's signage directing you to the restroom. Feel free to use the restroom at any time during the service today. We will dismiss kids uh, during our worship experience right after our first worship set. Kids will be dismissed to go with our children's pastor, Miss Jackie. They're going to be doing some great things upstairs. Uh, You can give in our giving tubes this morning. Uh, This one's a little low, but that's okay. You can still use this one, and we've got a giving tube as you drive out. You can give uh, there. Please remember it is Mission Sunday, uh, so make sure you remember to give your missions pledges. A couple of announcements that you'll find in your bulletin today, and if you're watching online, you're connected to us on email. We will get that out to you on Tuesday uh, with the church email as well. But The first one is, is we would love to have some testimonies to share at our church picnic on August. August 21st. If God has touched you in some way during our services this summer, uh, you've experienced something. You watched someone uh, life get touched, and you want to share those stories. Would you come share them with me? Because we want to have them ready to go to be able to share those stories on the 21st. So reach out to me, email, phone call. Just just stop me somewhere and tell me you got a testimony and share it with me. I would love to hear it. We also have hillside t-shirts available for pre-order today. Uh, we'll have those available the next several weeks. So you can pre-order. You can see my wife after service. She's got a clipboard. She's right over there by the welcome tent. She's got the clipboard, all the sizes, all the pricing, uh, and you can see her for those details. We want to be able to have those Hillside t-shirts when we serve, especially in our community, but when we do special events around here as well for you to be able to participate and be clearly marked as, hey, I am a member of Hillside Assembly, and I'm here to serve. Uh, also want to thank our VBS workers who did a phenomenal job serving this week. VBS was incredible, and in just a few moments, Chris Kafer will share a couple testimonies about that. Um, this Friday we've got an outdoor Friday night worship service it's going to be incredible our worship team is ready to go they're going to be sharing some great music with us we've also we also have guest speaker Jeremy Schimmel who will be with us he is from when two Are more some of you are connected with that ministry he is going to do a great job also part of a church plant that would take in place so I'm sure he'll share some of that information with you Friday night don't miss that 7 p.m worship night right here at Hillside and then Sunday, August 21st, remember, is our church picnic. We're going to do barbecue pork sandwiches. We're asking you to bring side dishes uh, and desserts to share, and then find a partner, because we're going to have our annual cornhole tournament as well. We've got this year's trophy ready to go. We're excited to see who will win that, so find your partner for that. We're going to have a great time closing out our our summer services with just a great time of celebration. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. Well, hey... I want to ask, while well, I get ready to do baptism, this, this is cutting in and out, but we'll figure it out. While I get ready to do baptism, uh, I got Chris Kafer, if he'd come up, and also Jeremy uh, Schultz, He has an important life, life-changing testimony to share with you. Something important happened in his life this weekend. Uh, so Jeremy, you want to share that and then hand the mic over to Chris.
0: Yeah, so great news. Uh, this past Friday, uh, I got engaged. Yeah. So yeah, it was a surprise engagement. Um, so she, her and we had her best friend. I did it down in Iowa, and her best friend came. And uh, we met her there, and she cried a bunch. Uh, but you have probably seen her around here, and if you haven't, you'll get the chance to meet her. Her name is Acacia. And uh, her dad pastors a church down in Iowa. I met her at college. There's so much to say about her, but I we don't have time. So, yeah. Uh, my name is Chris. Um, it ran from Sunday through the assembly church here. Uh, very proud of each and every one of them that have helped out. We got to uh, serve the kids starting out Sunday night with food. Um, but my particular area that I got to work in was awesome Bible adventures. I love the opportunity to share the truths of the Bible with the kids. And um, our very own Jairo, I got to work with him the first two days uh, together as a tag team uh, in that area because they they rotate the kids through to to different things. Um, And then Jairo left. He had to go to Costa Rica, so please keep him in your prayers. Um, And then um, I picked up a straggler. Um, Pastor Eric um, was willing to jump right in, and we had just a great time. And again, so and our story this uh, this uh year that we centered around was in the book of uh, Genesis, was Joseph. And the key thing is, is you know, what um, a lot of things, if you know the story, um, didn't go well for Joseph. It was up and down and up and down throughout his life. But God had a tremendous plan, as he has a plan for your life and he has for mine. And, um, and it all ended up for good. God will always uh, use everything. And uh, they're getting ready for a baptism, so it's going to be rather exciting. And then uh, the fourth night, uh, we did obviously we want not obviously we want to sh- definitely share the the opportunity um, of what Jesus did on the cross to each of these kids. We don't know um, on this side of Earth perhaps uh, what impact that makes, but we want to continue to sow the seeds to these kids and let, and just love on them and let them know that Jesus um, is is you know in their life. And wanting to be in your life more and more. And then we concluded um, with the rest of uh, the story of Joseph. So, as we get ready, Pastor, are we ready to roll? Almost. Okay. 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 Oh, I can, and I can, oh, and I can, yeah, tell a joke. Um, Where do pencils come from?
2: Oh, come on.
0: You're not supposed to ruin the punchline. Okay. All right. So we're ready for baptism. Another great opportunity. Whoop, whoop! hang on.
1: Good news, Kathleen, you float. That's a, good, that's a good word. This is my friend Kathleen, and she has accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Are you excited about getting baptized, Kathleen?
3: Yes, I am.
1: Is that awesome? And you can meet her after service. She would love to just share her story with you. Uh, we're going to get this done before she floats away on us.
2: Who's ready to worship with some music today? Woo! This first one might be new for some of you. You might have heard it. Uh, It'll be new here at the church, though. And it's just a, a powerful song about how God can. And sometimes we don't always feel like... He's in control, but in the end, we know that he is, and he's proved that again and again. So, uh, if this song is new to you, uh, try to learn it. Um, the main part you can say with us is yes, he did, yes, he can. All right, let's start it out. trouble does he understand but when I did he part every seed yes he did so yes he can did he defeat the darkness did he deliver me yes he did so yes he can say that again yes he did yes he trying to tell me i'm forgotten and i've fallen too far from his hands but i know what kind of god he is and i'm trusting in his promises i'm leaving and i'm singing yes he can did he move Oh, yes he can cause i've seen cause i've seen too much now i can't deny He he did, he again. did he move every mountain? Did he move every mountain? Did he part every sea? Yes, he did. So yes, he did. enough, strong enough. Sing that one more time. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I don't
1: I think we're having church this morning? Oh, now, come on. We had somebody get baptized this morning. We've had worship. Let's hear it. Come on. Jesus is worthy of our praise. Oh, man, and great testimonies this morning uh, about VBS and Jeremy. Congratulations. Uh, man, how exciting is that? Uh, so we're, we're thrilled that you're here today. We're going to get into the Word of God. I love the song that we started with this morning. What was the name of that song? Yes, He Can. Yes, he can. Wow, you know what? That, I think that would be the theme song for worship this morning for the Bible character that we're going to talk about. Before we do that, if you have kids here today and you want to go with Miss Jackie, she is ready for you right over there in the yellow T-shirt, BGMC Sunday. Miss Jackie, give us your best Pentecostal wave. There, oh, yeah, that's it. There we go. All right, there she is. Don't miss her. We're going to be talking about Joshua, and the title of this morning's message is Strong and Courageous. To be strong and courageous, because that is what God is calling you to do this morning. So, are you ready to jump into God's word? Let's pray one more time. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity. To praise and glorify your name here in the great outdoors. Lord, we pray for every individual that's watching online, that's here at our facility, and God, who are listening in our community today. Lord, we pray that, Lord, we would hear from you. We pray an anointing over your word. It may be preached effectively today, that you would do all that you want to do in and through us, that we would leave this place changed, transformed, and challenged by the power of your word in our life. We give you praise, glory, and honor. God's people said... Amen. So we're going to jump into Joshua chapter 1 this morning. And it reads as follows. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now before you go anywhere, you might go, wow, that's kind of callous from God, just to kind of throw that out there. But what we miss in the translation here is God is saying to Joshua, I need you to step into this. Because Moses was the leader of a nation, and he was a phenomenal leader. We just did a Wednesday night Bible study on, on lessons in leadership from the life of Moses. And It was pretty good. If you enjoyed that, let's hear it. All right, that's good. I was really worried no one was going to say anything. I was a little nervous. But here Joshua now is here, and the first thing that sometimes we do when God asks us to step into something is we like to compare ourselves to someone else. But you know what? The first thing God goes is, look, Moses is now dead. Moses' time has come and gone, and he did a great job. But Joshua, this is your time now. Don't compare yourself. I'm not asking you to do what Moses did. I'm asking you to do what I'm asking you to do. That's why God makes that statement to Moses. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Your testimony will extend from the desert to to Lebanon and sea in the west. Moses, so I will be with you. You will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or to the left So Joshua ordered the officers of the people go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. 3 days from now we will cross the Jordan here to give to uh, cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given you for your own. If we jump to verse 16 it says this, then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do, and whatever wherever you send us, we will go, just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Can I tell you, life is a journey It's a continuing journey. No matter what your age this morning, nine or 99, I'm telling you, life is still a journey. If you've got a pulse, you're still moving forward in a journey that God has for you. And journeys come in seasons. The season of life today may not be the same season that you're in tomorrow or a month or a year from now. The story is being written by God and it is not being done written until we are at the pearly gates of heaven. Until God says, this life is over, our journey is being written, and we're walking through seasons in our life. We're stepping into a passage of scripture that's a pivotal moment in Joshua's leadership and the nation of God's people. But let's recap how Joshua got there by looking at some of the seasons he went through. Because when we first meet Joshua, when we see the first season of his life, you wouldn't necessarily peg him as the future leader of his nation. Where does Joshua start out? He starts out as a slave. God spent many years preparing Joshua for his calling. He was born into slavery in Egypt and was given the name uh, Hosea, Numbers 13, 8, which means salvation. Moses later changed it to Joshua uh, in verse 16, which is Jehovah is salvation, which is the Hebrew word for Jesus, even at this beginning stage there was something being developed in Joshua in a season that was hard, in a season that was difficult, in a season that he wouldn't have chosen on his own. God was developing something in him in this season that would help him to prosper later on in his journey. Then we have Joshua the soldier. The first official record, uh, recorded act of Joshua in Scripture is his defeat of the Am- Amicalites when, he was attacked, when they attacked Israel about two months after Israel's exodus from Egypt. Moses was a prophet, a legislator, but Joshua was a general with exceptional military experience and skills. He was also a man of great courage who wasn't afraid to confront the enemy and trust the Lord for victory. I don't know what type of jobs Joshua had as a slave. Maybe he worked for one of Egypt's military leaders. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but I know this. God was positioning him. He's gone from slave to soldier. And then we see Joshua the servant found in Exodus 24, starting in verse 13. Joshua is called Moses' servant or minister, which indicates that Joshua was now an official assistant to the leader of Israel. He accompanied Moses to the mount. And Exodus 32, 17, he had to know the God people. So we see a slave, a soldier, a servant. Then we see a spy. Joshua the spy. When Israel arrived at the border of the Promised Land, God commanded Moses to appoint 12 men to spy out the land of Canaan. Joshua was among them. After 40 days of investigating the land, the spies returned to Moses and reported that the land was indeed a good one. But ten of the spies discouraged the people by saying that Israel wasn't strong enough to overcome the enemy, while two spies, Caleb and Joshua, encouraged the people to trust God and to move into the land. Joshua, the spy, had vision that was beyond his own vision, was beyond the own natural vision of what was possible. He said, look, God is speaking to us about a promise. The promise is now here. We can do this, not by ourselves, but with God's help. Amen. But 10 people couldn't see that vision. They only saw what they were capable of doing. But Joshua understood something. If I can hear the word of God, if I can hear God's voice, and if I can obey what God is telling me to do, God will come through and accomplish what he wants to do. But we've got to have those steps in the process. Joshua went on a journey. And as Joshua steps into the role now as the leader of a nation, I'm sure this would have been a daunting task. I can only begin to imagine as I think about my own ministry career and stepping into different positions and, and stepping into a lead pastor position, that was daunting. He's a leader of an entire nation. A daunting task. I'm sure there was a lots of different thoughts and emotions that were streaming through his mind. But at the heart of this, God was not calling Joshua to be Moses. He was calling him to be Joshua. I want to tell you this morning... God is not calling you to be anybody else but you. God's not wanting you to be anybody else. God's not looking for the next Billy Graham. Billy Graham had his time, had his calling. He's looking for the next Kurt or Aaron or Sarah that will take the gospel message not only to this nation, but to nations around the world. He's raising up somebody new because it's their time. God has chosen them. He's choosing now Joshua But he's going, Joshua, I'm not asking you to fill in the shoes of Moses. I'm asking you to wear the shoes of Joshua, who I am calling you to be. God is calling you to be you this morning. He has no expectations other than for you to be you. I think one of the greatest, most emotional, saddest things we could ever experience is when this life is over and we get to heaven and to have Jesus look at us and go, Why weren't you you? You tried so hard to be everybody else, to compare yourself to everybody else, that you didn't live the life I had for you. That would be heartbreaking. And I don't want that for me. I don't want that for you this morning. In the middle of all this stuff that Joshua's going through in his mind and in his heart, God speaks to him, and he speaks these two words three times to him. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. I want to look at those for just a moment this morning, and hopefully you can take away something powerful from this. Let's look at the beginning of that that chapter again for, for the first time that God speaks this to Joshua. Now then, you and all the people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I am giving to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon, from the great river of the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, and the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Lead these people to, and these words, be strong. Joshua, God says, you will lead these people, and I will give it to you. I'll give you the land, but you got to lead the people into the promise. Joshua had an assignment, and when God first speaks be strong and courageous, it is about him being strong and courageous for the assignment God has for him. Lead the people. Lead the people. I want you to know this morning, if you're here watching online, listening in our community, you have an assignment. God has assigned you to something today, this very day. He wants you to accomplish something. He has something for you to do So be strong and courageous. Some of you thought you were just coming to church to kind of check it off your list. You're here this morning to hear God has an assignment for you. And tomorrow morning, he's got another assignment for you. And it can be those of us here that have an occupation, whether you're a school teacher, a city employee, an engineer, you work on an assembly line, you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're single, married, retired, I'm telling you, God has an assignment for you. It's not just about a position. Yes, if you're going to college right now or high school right now, yes, that is one of your assignments. But each and every day, there is an assignment for you. And your assignment is not more or less than anybody else's because the importance of your assignment is God assigned it to you. So it is important. You may not think it's anything. You may not think it's anything much. Some of your assignments is just to get up and put one foot in front of the other today. That's the assignment that God has for you. We saw Kathleen just a little while ago. God's stirring on her heart. She's been saved. Now she wants to be obedient to the Lord, wants to get baptized. And I'll tell you what, you might think that water was warm. It was not warm, it was freezing. We filled it up yesterday thinking, oh, it'll be plenty warm. Let me tell you, it was cold. We got in there, and one thing I said to Kathleen, you love Jesus. That's why you're doing this. <laughs> it's not about anybody else, it's about you and Jesus. That was the assignment today for her. Good job. Awesome. You obeyed the Lord. What's your assignment this morning? Some of you are just going through a season where it is challenging, it is difficult, it's overwhelming. You feel like it's almost torture. And God's just going, just keep standing today. That's your assignment. For some of you, God's stirring on your heart to step up and serve in a different way. Maybe it's to take a new position, a different position. Maybe it's to have the courage to stay where you are. I don't know what all your assignments are, but God is speaking this morning. And I know it's difficult. When you're in a place where it's hard, where your heart wants to fail, where it, it just feels like you're suffering. But God has an assignment for you in the midst of that. I had a good friend this week that lost a grandchild to a miscarriage. Brokenness. I can't... I don't have grandkids. I don't, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have something to draw on that. I've lost a child to miscarriage, but I don't, a grandchild's a different... That's a different animal. Because you're, you have family to comfort. You have a, a child to comfort that's lost a child. And in the midst of heartbreak, I'm so proud of my friend because I know this, he's on an assignment. God has him right where he needs to be right in this moment. He is a believer. He is a man of faith. And he is standing his ground and loving on his family and stepping into the middle of that. Why? Because he's strong and courageous because God has him in the right place at the right time. God's got you where you need to be. You're in the right place for God's assignment. Be strong and courageous. God has chosen you for your assignment, and there is no—oh, you know what God is asking of obedience, and in your relationship with God. In verse seven, it says this: Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or the left that you may be successful in wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Earlier in the passage that we read, read this morning, it said this. God said, I will give you every place where you set your foot. That is a cool promise. That's an amazing promise. That's what God wants to do for your life. But i got to tell you, for that promise to be fulfilled, we need to be walking in obedience with God. Our feet need to be in the place where God wants to put us. And the only, place, the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we have a relationship with God, a personal relationship. It's got to be more than coming on Sunday morning and just listening to, to a pastor or, or a preacher or a missionary talk. It's got to be a personal relationship. We've got to be strong and courageous to get into God's Word and to understand His Word. We need to be able to have a prayer life where we're talking with God. And we need to understand and be able to get into God's presence. Not just on a Sunday morning, But be able to go to your prayer closet at home or to kneel next to your bed and be able to pray and connect with God and have a time with God in His presence right in your home. We've got to be strong and courageous. John chapter 10, verse 27 says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And the question I have for you this morning is do you know God's voice? Do you know when he's talking to you? Do you know when he's speaking? Because if you don't spend time in God's word, I'm going to tell you, you can't possibly know what God's voice sounds like. I've been in ministry for 25 plus years. I've seen a lot of people who say, ah, I heard from God and he told me to do this. And what they tell me is like, there is no way that can be God. Well, pastor, that's pretty judgmental. Well, I am judging because God's word says that that's not him. I can't have somebody come into my office and say, Pastor, I've lost 125 pounds. I got a new body. Now God's telling me I need a new spouse. And they're married. They're like, so I'm divorcing my wife, and I'm going to go and I'm going to find a new wife. That's not God. Oh, but God spoke to me and he told me. No, he didn't. That's not God talking to you. So many people right now in our own nation, in our own communities, they say, oh, I can hear God's voice. But the things that they are doing, the things that they are acting out, have nothing to do with the Word of God or God's character. It's amazing to me. Some people will take a scripture, they'll misinterpret it, they'll throw it out there, and they'll make all these changes in their life, but they don't take the character of Christ into it. You can't take one verse out of the Bible and go, this is what I'm standing on the rest of my life. You've got to take the whole word of God and be able to stand on it. That's why we've got to continue to grow in our relationship with God so that we can hear his voice more clearly so that on a daily basis, when we get up, we're like, I know God has an assignment for me. And guess what? It's not like every morning God gets up and goes, here's the checklist today, Eric. This is what I want you to do. Sometimes it's like that. But sometimes it's like I just go about doing what I'm supposed to do like, like David did when he went to go shepherd the sheep, and I find myself in the right place at the right time to be able to minister somebody. Like last week, going and filling up somebody's gas tank. Right place, right time, because I was doing what God had called me to do. You don't have to like totally rearrange the, the, the calendar. You don't have to. It's waiting on a cloud be a great employee, be a great This is the assignment today. This is the person I'm meant to encourage. God has spoken. His word speaks. Be strong and courageous. Spend time with God. We'll talk more about how to continue being a disciple of Christ on September, or no, yes, September 11th, when we do our breakfast here. That whole morning is going to be about that. I'm excited to share with you that morning and to eat French toast with you that morning as well. So September 11th, 9 a.m. Number three, be strong and courageous, because guess what? Jesus goes with us. Jesus travels light, but he brings everything with him that he needs. Jesus is with you wherever you go when you're a follower of the King. We face things in our life that are challenging, difficult, that maybe seem impossible. But what Joshua knew, and what I know this morning, is when we face the impossible, God has an abandoned ship. Jesus is with us every step of the way. As we step into new things as a church, as you step into new things as a family or as an individual, as you step into crises that you have to face, Jesus is with you. Look at verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. Sometimes we get so worked up because we're like, we're trying to make a choice and we feel like, oh man, if I blow this choice, my entire life will be over forever. There's very few decisions in life that that lead that way. There are a few, but they are very few. When you get up in the morning, if you're stressed out over which shirt to wear to work, let me tell you, Just breathe for a minute, all right? There are a lot of other things that are a bigger priority. Just make sure you wear clothes to work. You'll be okay. God goes with us. I'm constantly stepping into things that are way above my head, or things that I have no idea how to do. But God goes with me. This is what Moses, Joshua, David, Elijah, Elisha, Peter, Paul, they all stepped into life, into the assignments God had, and they were like, this is way over my head. I don't know what to do. How do we do this? Moses had to, had to build an ark. He, it's not like he had experience. He wasn't working for a boat manufacturer. Let alone, he didn't, basically the ark was the first zoo. He had no idea what he was doing. He was weighing over his head. But you know what he realized? If I obey God, if I do what he says, God is with me. He's going to figure out the stuff I don't know how to do or he's going to tell me how to do it. Or God will bring somebody into your life to help you. Moses, when he stood there and got ready to go into Egypt and he felt like, I am not a communicator. I'm not gifted at this. And he tells God that. Like, you got the wrong guy. I am not a gifted communicator. God goes, look, Moses, I'm calling you. I chose you. Start going to Egypt. Your brother Aaron is going to meet you on the way, and he can be your spokesperson. Give him the mic and let him do the talking. It's funny because in Scripture, it seems like Moses takes the mic back from Aaron a lot to speak. But God will team you up with the people that you need when you need them because he goes with you if you're in over your head, if you're following God, and you're like, it's brought me to a place where I don't know. Welcome to the club. I, I know this is going to scare some people. I really don't have any idea what I'm doing as a pastor a majority of the time. Like, I just, I'm just being honest. But what I, when I feel that way, I can tell you I'm a better pastor when I'm at that point than when I feel like I know what I'm doing. Because it's when how to do this. I don't know how, and I trust God. God shows up and goes, "Well, here, I'll just make it happen." I gave you the illustration just a week ago. I'm reading the scripture. I'm getting the Word of God. I'm literally walking this message out just a few weeks ago at the retreat, and I'm sitting there and I'm reading, and it's, it's talking about being a blessing to your community. And I'm like, God, I feel like everything that we've been doing, that there's another step here for us to be able to interact with our community. But I don't know how to take this and this, and bring them together. And I'm praying, I'm like, God, I just need your help. Show me how I'm supposed to do this. And the phone rings, and it's Mandy Kimes going, hey, our community's got a problem. We need some people to serve on September 17th. There's nobody who's willing to volunteer. Do you know anybody? Yes, I do. (laughs) Because what she doesn't know is that I was praying at that exact moment, Lord, put the pieces together. God goes, I got this. I got this. So if you're at a place where you're like, I don't know how to do what God's calling me to do, you're in the right place, baby. You're in the place where you trust God and you keep putting one foot in front of the other. Worship team, get ready to come back. God spoke this three times to Joshua to be strong and courageous. But it's not the last time Joshua would hear those words. What appears to be on the same afternoon where he's sent, talking and speaking to the people, communicating to his leaders. The leaders are communicating to the people. This is what we're going to do. Get ready to move. We're walking into God's promise. We're headed in the right direction. The response is so powerful. Verse 16, when they answered Joshua, where, wherever you have commanded us, we will, we, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. I don't know if that's a joke or not, because sometimes they didn't follow Moses very well. But okay, let's just say that these guys were committed that are saying this. So we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. And then look at the last thing they say. Only be strong and courageous. A bonus point today is be strong and courageous because church, when we live as a church, we do life together and you don't have to be alone. When you're facing the uncertainty, when you're up against the ropes, when you're going through a hard time, when, you're, when you just feel like it's a season of struggle, can I tell you, you don't have to go through it alone. And maybe that's where the American church has really kind of not done a good job over the decades. Like, for some reason, we feel like when we come to church, we got to put on a face, we got to have it all together. We got to look like we know what we're talking about, we got to act like we know what we're talking about, when most of the time we have no idea what we're talking about. And in the midst of all that, there's just a bunch of brokenness. And so people feel like, I can't share my brokenness, I can't be broken. And what we have missed out, church, when we've done that, when we've played that game, when we've played the church instead of being the church, we've said, ah, you know what? Don't don't be broken at church. Don't come in. Don't don't show the weakness when you walk through the door. When we've done that, we have robbed God of an opportunity to work in and through us. What if we were just real and go, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm exhausted. Sometimes it's a tough season. And sometimes it's a victorious season awesome celebration season. It ebbs and it flows. But we should be doing it together. And you know what? I am sure that Joshua was confident after meeting with God. I've had those moments where God's spoken to me and go, hey, here's what we're going to do. This is the direction we're going. This is what I'm asking you to do to be obedient. But even in those moments where I know it's God that spoke to me because I know His voice, there's still moments of insecurity. It makes sense? And may I be courageous because we're with really takes root in a deeper way. This morning, if you're out here, would you just stand to your feet? And if you're next to somebody, if it's okay with them, could you put, like, grab their hand or, or grab somebody's shoulders? Let's make sure we're doing it appropriate, but just, just to let them know, you're not alone this morning. You're not alone. God's doing something in you and in us and there are greater things ahead. We don't have to have it all figured out. We just gotta be strong and courageous. We just gotta be obedient today to what God is saying today. We don't have to have the whole thing figured out because God has a plan that he's still writing. The journey is still in motion. The seasons are still changing. God is still moving. Lord, this morning we thank you that we can be strong and courageous. That it doesn't revolve around our own strength, but on your strength, on who you are. The Lord, we all have an assignment today, tomorrow, next week, a month from now, 10 years from now, should, 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 should we make it that far? That God, you have an assignment for us. God, we need to be strong and courageous because you have chose us to walk in the shoes that we have. You're asking us to be us, not someone else. Help us to stop comparing and start living in the freedom of who we are called to be in Christ. I'm not supposed to look like or have the same opinions as everybody around me. I'm a unique person that you're calling and moving and doing things in, and that's okay. Help me to be strong and courageous and to be who you're calling me to be. God, we want to be strong and courageous when it comes to following you and and to allow your word into our lives, into our minds, to change, transform us, to guide us. Lord, help us to be strong and courageous, and help us to remember that you go with us when we're following and obeying you. When we step into the place where we don't know what to do, and when we're up against the, 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 the wall, and it's like, Lord, we've done everything you've asked us to do, and we've just come to a great big wall that, God, you go with us. You'll rather move, you'll speak to us and give us new direction, or you'll send somebody into our life to help us when we're at that place. Just like Joshua and the people of Israel, they went up against Jericho, and they met the giant wall. You didn't ask them to throw spears or or, or to build catapults or to to build some type of battering ram. You just asked him to praise and worship and march, and you brought the walls down. Help us to realize you go with us when we're obedient to you. And God, help us to be real with each other, to be strong and courageous because we're in this together as a church, that it's okay for us to be vulnerable, broken, that we don't have to put a facade and, and, and and put put some type of spiritual makeup on when we come to church. We can be real. We can be broken. We can be, be just who we are and where we're at and allow you to do great things in us as broken people together because that's where your power is. God, we thank you today that we're able to meet out here. You split the storm. Even in last night when we were praying about what to do, And God, we said if it's your will that, God, you would split the storm, it would stop raining, and we would move forward with baptismal outside. And God, you did it. So we're right where we're supposed to be today. How awesome are you? God, I want to leave this place with the people that I love going, we're going to be strong and courageous. Help us to be that this week. We give you praise, glory, and honor. And God's people said, "Are you going to be strong and courageous? Are you?" Not us. Worship our service.
2: I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. You're gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the best.
3: Eric asked if I would close in prayer. Thank you, Aaron, for leading worship today. Isn't it great to worship the Lord? Just a couple announcements before I pray. A couple reminders. If you want a t shirt so that we can go dig some ditches, Jackie's going to be over there with the list. Pam will be over there with the list. Um, sign up for those t shirts. Second thing, this Friday night, where are you going to be? Jack! Right here. <laughs> Right here. I am so much looking forward to being here Friday night. We are going to have a great service. And then one last thing, we're going to pray for the offering. We have an opportunity to give of our tithes and our offerings. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. I pray that you would help us to be strong and courageous to do what you are calling us to do. God, even though we might not feel we're able to do it, your Holy Spirit will empower us to do what you are calling us to do. God, may we go this week strengthened and encouraged. Lord, I just pray over our offering. Thank you for the opportunity to give back to you for all you have given to us. I thank you for each person here. And I pray that you would remind them of how much you love them each and every day. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Friday.
2: a song Aaron's going to sing about those Jericho walls that came down under the leadership of Joshua. Ooh, I've been stacking up the years I spent trading punches with the enemy. Ooh, built myself a double pick stone tower lies higher than the eye can see. Trapped in this flesh and bone crying out to you Lord, I'm desperate. Love, come rattle this cage and set me free. All of my pride, Jericho walls gotta come down, come down. All of my pride, Jericho. through the pride and the blame cutting straight to the heart of me long before I ever called your name you were fighting for my victory caught in your flesh and bone, the wounds that have said my soul's forgiven oh now I can feel the darkness trembling all of my